The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Wake up, Lincoln. Come on, it's 6 o'clock. Rise and shine, rise and shine. It's time for Early Break with Sip and Jake. Brought to you by Gaina Trucking. Live from the Coppel Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. Here's 93.7 at tickets, Jake Sorensen. Did seem kind of meh. And Steve Sipple. Surprisingly good. This is Early Break with Sip and Jake. Sponsored by Gaina Trucking. Good morning, happy Tuesday to you, Steve Sipple, Jake Sorensen, early break, full show ahead, lots to get to, happy new year to you guys, it's January 3rd, a Tuesday today, Sip, can you believe that, we made it to 2023, <laughs> that, they sound a little bit unenthused with that one, I was expecting to make it, we made it to 2023, <laughs> woohoo, well, yeah, feels good, I guess, I don't know, does it, I, I don't know, I had to work a lot this weekend, um, I was in Colorado. Colorado. Lovely Colorado. Yeah. And before we get into the show, you want some idle chit-chat for you real quick? Some sure. idle chit-chat? Sponsored by Newton's Lawn Care here in Lincoln? Yeah. Yesterday was some awful driving conditions. Was it? I drove from Fort Collins to Lincoln. Now, here it was just raining, right? In Lincoln, it just rained a crap ton yesterday. But guess what? The farther west you went, there was snow and ice. Oh, wow. The interstate was an absolute disaster yesterday. Was it really? I had to go. From where to where? I I left from Fort Collins. I would usually go through Sterling and cut off instead of going north to Wyoming. But yesterday, the route was bad through Sterling. So we went north to, um, you know, all the way to to Cheyenne, Wyoming, and over from that. Yeah. And you get to Cheyenne, and you just, you go east, or you go west. Yeah, sorry, you you go east. And the roads are just covered in snow. Really? You can't see the lanes. Really? Uh, there's like there's like no cars out there. Now the interstate was was closed going west. Going east it was open. Oh. Cuz it was get, it was getting worse to the west and it was oh. you know, coming you know, kind of oh, beat the wow. storm That's, in that instance there. So you had some stress. But it <laughs> yeah, I almost went off the road one time past a semi. Yeah. But here I am. It was stressful. Yeah. Didn't like that drive at all, but here we are. Yeah, well thanks for coming back. You're I welcome. Mean- I mean that made it back. I yeah, we a lot of us a lot of us have been there. That's not that's not a pleasant day. That's not a pleasant day. No, it wasn't fun. Were you driving the I no, the I black? drove my uh my mother in law's car. Okay. 
What what kind of car is it? It's a Subaru. If I'm bad at I'm bad Subaru. at it. Might be a Mazda. I have no idea. Okay. It 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 operated well under the circumstances though. Yeah. How long did how long was the drive? Uh, well, it's supposed to be about seven hours. It probably was more than that because I wasn't going as fast as you you want to go. Did it, did it, did the did the interstate clear of snow? At- yes. Once you got past, I mean, here's the deal: is that the scary part was that the left lane was crap the whole time. It yeah. was like, it was slushy. So if you want to pass somebody, you had to really go slowly into that lane and, and say, oh. or you could spin out. Right. But and then you got to be careful you don't hit some sort of slushy spot right. and spin out while you're passing. So. Once you got to about Gothenburg, okay. the roads were were fine. It was mostly had rain at that point, but I mean it's, it was freezing rain the whole drive. Yeah. Our the car was just covered in ice. Yeah, you should have seen like the mirrors. You know the mirrors in the side. Uh-huh. The, the ice was like three inches tall on it. That's it cr- built that's up that tall. Yeah, day. not great. No, that's stress. But here we are. There's some idle chit chat for There's you. Idle chit chat sponsored by Newton's Lawn Care. Uh, if you want to get ahead for your 2023 fertilizer program sip call andrew at 402-440-6297 get ahead for your 2023 fertilizer program yeah if you're in line at the grocery store you could say well you know it rained here but boy it was bad out west i drove in it and then that could start a nice conversation of idle chit chat yes at the grocery store or you could just say hey Rain, a lot of rain, better than snow. Yeah, you could do that. A lot of rain, better than the snow I had out west. Yeah. And there you go. There's yes. your idle chit-chat for the day. That's right. Or you could do the whole uh, holidays over. Did you have a good holiday season? We could do that. Um, And people might look at you funny. They might. <laughs> but that's the risk you take, I guess, right? When you're in line mm-hmm. at the super at the supermarket? And you try to have idle chit chat, you might have some weird looks. Yes, yes. Okay, uh, but we're, we'll talk plenty in this show about Nebraska basketball tonight. Uh, we got ba- ba- football games that happened over the weekend, uh, great uh, bowl uh, games, uh, the championship set in college football. But there was a, a horrible scene last night in the NFL. Now, yeah. now, Sip, this was a game that everyone was watching because it had big playoff implications bills bengals everyone's watching to see will the bills get the one seed will the bengals make a push will they clinch the division the nation's watching it's josh allen and and joe burrow now with just under 6 minutes to go in the first quarter the bengals are up, they have the ball they're up 7-3 uh joe burrow has a, a crossing route to t higgins t higgins goes and and tries to get some extra yards and and uh, demar hamlin the bills safety Makes it looks like a routine tackle, right? Nothing. There's nothing dirty about this play at all. No. It's just a freak accident. Got, yeah, so he got hammered a little on the so, jaw. So like. T. Higgins gets a first down. Yeah, it looked like you know maybe he got the jaw, but it's it's a routine tackle, right? In any sort of football, and right. everyone agrees that there's, there's no dirty. No. What happened next was the terrifying part, right. and that's why we're all talking about this. Is Demar Hamlin actually stood up right away, and then collapsed to the ground, mm-hmm. fell backward. And at that point, if you're watching ESPN, it's Joe Buck, Troy Aikman. They keep going back and forth the commercial break because they don't know what's going on. Mm. We find out that they've been trying to issue CPR for basically nine minutes to DeMar Hamlin on the football field. And he eventually gets taken off you know, in, uh, into the hospital in the ambulance. And they're not sure what to do with this football game. <laughs> do we continue? Do we not? There is thoughts they were going to continue. And then Zach Taylor and Sean McDermott say, no, nah, I don't know if we can do this. Go back to the locker rooms. They eventually postpone the game. We'll see what happens if they ever finish it or if it just is uh, an unplayed game. But 
the situation with DeMar Hamlin as of this morning from the Buffalo Bills Twitter account, uh, they here's their situation. They say, DeMar Hamlin suffered a cardiac arrest following a hit in our game versus the Bengals. His heartbeat was restored on the field, and he was transferred to the UC Medical Center for further testing and treatment. He is currently sedated and listed in critical condition. Now, Sip, we all know the game of football is a very vicious sport. It is there. There are big hits all the time that happen. There are, are terrible injuries that happen all the time. But I, I don't remember any time that I've ever watched football a scene like this. It was unprecedented in the NFL. That there's there's never been a game that was oh stopped in mid in mid flight because of something like this. This this was unprecedented. Just a terrible scene. Yeah, I mean the just hearing that. Hamlin's heartbeat was restored on the field. Now, first of all, the first responders, the medical people, my God, yeah. great. I mean, that's a great job. His heartbeat was restored on the field. Yeah, and, and who knows what, what the deal is, what happened. I don't – it could be preexisting. Uh, it's hard to say. It's just hard to say. Um, but, yeah, last night it made it very – uncomfortable um obviously your prayers are with that family and he's overcome a lot he's he had a tough upbringing dad three and a half years in prison but you know that it's interesting when you read about him he credits his mom and dad he says he got through a lot of trouble he had multiple friends that were gunned down senseless violence but he says i got through it because i had two parents yeah, my dad was in prison for three and a half years, but he was always with me. And my parents were. My parents were the driving force behind getting get get getting me where I am. Um, Hamlin was a six-round pick out of Pitt in 2021. Of course, he played behind Micah Hyde. But when Micah Hyde went down in game two this year, Hamlin became the right, starter. Right. Micah Hyde... Um, still out. So yeah, all that. Yeah, everything seems um, sort of takes a back seat to his health. Right, and right and now. of course, I mean, we're going to be glued to information today. Whatever comes out, we want to hear the news of what what's going on with Demar Hamlet, who is still in critical condition at the hospital in Cincinnati. Yes, and, and which is again something you just you don't expect. You 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 know there's vicious injuries in this game that that guys have immediate surgeries after. Remember, I mean there, it happens, but not nothing like this where a guy had a cardiac arrest on the football field. Right. I don't know. I mean, and it's hard to tell if it was related to that that hit. I don't know. It didn't look like it. he got up after the tackle. He got up and then fell back. Right. He stood right up. Yeah. Now. Who knows? I don't know. It's hard. To, I don't. Let's not try to diagnose what happened. We just know that his heartbeat was restored on the field, and he's in critical condition, sedated in a Cincinnati hospital, as you said. Thank now you. there there are some good things that come from this. It's a terrible situation, but in terms of where where humanity comes through in a positive way. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, it was after some research. Demar Hamlin was found had a has a foundation called Chasing M's. Mm-hmm. That's been raising money for a toy drive. He, the goal, he said on his Twitter account on Tuesday morning, mm-hmm. uh, sorry, last week, was 2500 bucks. But as of early today, Sip, 
Donations have surged to more than three million dollars. Oh God, that's beautiful. The goal for the toy drive was twenty five hundred dollars. Three million. It's now at three million dollars right. for people trying to help a good cause. Yeah, so people scrambled to kind of learn. I did learn about Demar Hamlin, and I did read that that he had that foundation. Um, so yeah, he's a he's obviously yeah. A hard story to talk about. Well, and again, it was something where you're not prepared for that. Think about if you if you were watching if you were watching Monday Night Football last night, and I just think about all the people involved here. You know, you, you just you settle in for a broadcast where hey, you got Joe Buck and Aikman, you got the half game halftime show, everything is lined up. You don't have lined up for conversation that's going to pause the game for an hour and a half before you decide it's going to be postponed until right. further good or or well, postponed permanently. Yeah. Unprecedented. It's it's yeah. So and, how do you react to an unprecedented situation? I don't. I mean, I, I'm hearing reports of people at the stadium that were just it was just silent there. You know, they, they didn't know what to do. Right. An hour and a half. I mean, because all that this the bill, all the signs said at the Bengals game was the game was postponed until further notice. There was no updates at all. Right. Nothing until finally the well, game was postponed. That's another part of this that's that could be awkward. How much do you? If you're the Bills franchise or the NFL, even how much are you updating? I mean, you got to get right information, and you have to be sensitive to the situation and the family. So, how much do you put out there? You know, or do you just rely on reporters to handle that? I don't know. Well, I don't know what you do. I, I, I mean, yeah. I'm not second guessing anybody in this situation because, again, it's never happened. Um, but. I mean, it seems that it was handled fine. Well, and I, ha I have to compliment the coaches here, but both Zach Taylor and Sean McDermott. I mean, here I, I laid it out earlier, but I'll say it again. This was a game with massive playoff implications. You got teams playing yeah. for the first round by, you know, playing for seeding here in the playoffs. Yeah, this isn't just a, a, a teams out of the playoffs where you can say, "Well, it's washed. It's a game. It's a wash." They. This was a game that had huge implications, and those guys came together and said, I don't know if we can continue this oh, game. Guy, it's too much for the guys. For, for both sides, right. even the Bengals. It's not their oh, guy, but they, too much. that's a guy they're playing against that they respect. It's too much. Yeah. No, that's too much to ask. Now, the NFL wanted them to resume this game for a while. So so, they, so Hamlin goes down, with, you know, they stop play for 20, 30 minutes, and the oh. NFL said, we want to give you a five-minute warm-up period, and we're going to start this game again, back up. Again, I'm not going to take the NFL to task on that because it's unprecedented absolutely I'm not either and I, I you're gonna there's gonna be some questionable decisions in that situation um, there's gonna be some questionable there's gonna be some questionable stuff on Twitter um, but but the NFL's got to make a again a, a decision yep. on something that's never happened now the it the right thing is not playing. That's the right. The right thing, thing happened. Yeah, and yep. the implications and all that take a big, 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 big backseat to the the health, the life of Demar Hamlin. Absolutely. So, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. If we learn anything more again this during the show, certainly we'll have some more information. I'm sure by tomorrow. But uh, stay tuned to the shows the rest of the day to see what the situation is with DeMar Hamlin, if he gets out of critical condition or where where his status is health-wise. But as of this morning, still sedated and in critical condition at the Cincinnati Hospital. Second-year player out of Pitt. Yep. 
All right, Jake. Well, thank you for that. Update. Yep. So that's what we got for you for the game last night. Uh, regarding the bowl games, sip. Okay. All right. So, so on Saturday night, you Saturday you're glued to your chair all day long. I Couch, was chair. I, what were you in? Well, I I'll tell you this. I watched all of Alabama, Kansas State. Disappointing. Yeah, Disappointing. Blowout. Blow Predictable. Predictable. We'll get to that. Forty-five twenty Alabama. Predictable. As you, as you watch the game, all those recruiting ratings, you think about Alabama's talent disparity. Yeah, there was a talent disparity. It was that was very glaring by the end of the first quarter. Now Kansas State went up ten zero. They but, did. Um, then I watched the the Michigan <laughs> TCU game in its entirety. Your boy Jim fell down again. <sighs> he won in six in bowl games. Jim. Well, it doesn't help when your quarterback throws two two pick sixes in the game. JJ McCarthy did. I that. don't know though. Okay. We'll get to that. We'll get back to that. And then I watched. I could not stay up for the entirety of Georgia, Ohio really? State. No. Couldn't. I that was means out. you didn't make it up to midnight then. On no. New Year's. No. I was out. Well, you missed uh, quite a game there, too. Yeah. Ohio State was trailing by one. Right. With a chance to win the game with a field goal. But with the reliable Noah Ruggles, who decided to hit his worst kick of his life. <laughs> and he duck hooked it. Duck hooked it into basically a fan in the stadium. When I... When I was dozing off, Ohio State was up 14. Yeah. And I was thinking, okay, Ohio State, how about this? Uh, devastating loss for Ohio State, obviously. But Michigan, here's the deal with Michigan. They were spooked, I think, by TCU. You, now, they, U, UM has fourth and goal at the two early in the game. Fourth and goal at the two. UM. Michigan. Yeah. Michigan. Um sorry. Um Okay, and they have the they have the offensive line that won the Joe Moore Award for the best offensive line in the country. Okay. They're they're, they're regarded as the best offensive line in the country. What's Jim do? He runs a trick play. He runs up, you know, so tight end comes around, gets the ball. He's going to, supposed to throw it to McCarthy. McCarthy's covered. Nothing doing. Nothing going. Fourth and two. They get nothing. They get nothing. Did you later? Yell, did you yell at the house? I was no, I wasn't yelling because I was stunned. <laughs> I was like, "What are you doing?" And then, and then, later they have fourth and goal, and they they or excuse me, third and goal, and they throw a they throw it out to the flank. They don't try to run it inside. They don't give it to Donovan Edwards or the fullback number 20. Jim was spooked by TCU. TCU. Blackledge said it right before the game started, Todd Blackledge. Yep. Who's, who's the, I think might be the best analyst of it's them It's pretty all. good. College analyst. Better than Herbie? Well, I mean, he, that, there's a conversation there. Blackledge is really well prepared. He's really, really professional. Better than Joel Klatt. That's all the, those three guys are really hard to beat. Yep. It's a pretty much like a horse race that's a three-way tie to me. Like they're all so good. Blackledge right before the game said TCU's much more physical team than people give it credit for. I know what we're going to do at seven o'clock. We're going to try to compare Nebraska and TCU. TCU is way better. I mean, it's not even close. They're they have dudes. Well, I don't know why they were five and seven last year. Yeah, I don't. That's the question. I don't understand. That's the question. That. I don't understand. That's some serious underachieving. Because they're good. They are legit. They they're physical. They play the three three five, and they're really physical. I mean, they just hammer you. 
and they get a their front their front six is active. And I'm telling you, whoa, come on, do I have to sell it that hard? Michigan on fourth and two try to trick play. Okay? Mm-hmm. They weren't thinking, Jake, like you think, oh, that's just a big twelve team that's not very physical. That TCU's not that team. TCU's not that team. Well, I think K State's physical too. Eh, not like TCU. If you watch that title game against those two schools, it was pretty physical. Yeah, they're physical. You're right. The K State won in overtime. Yeah, Alabama kicked kicked in KSU's teeth. Well, it, Bama's a very talented team. Physical. And I, I'm impressed that they showed up for a game that wasn't a playoff game. Yeah, they I'm had impressed. their guides too. It wasn't it wasn't pretty off the bat off the bat down ten zero. They didn't have a bunch of guys opt out. Long TD run by Deuce Vaughn. Yeah, yeah, I got the chills. It was amazing. When Deuce got loose. Deuce is good. Yeah, Deuce He's going is pro, by the way. Now he's, he's going pro yesterday. Yeah, yeah, he's going pro. But that game ended up being... Can I say this? The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. The Sugar Bowl, bad for college football. Why is that? Too predictable. You wanted to see Kansas State maybe show that the the recruiting ranking disparity, which was mammoth, doesn't necessarily matter. Well, I would say this then, Sip, to counter that. While that game might have been bad for college football, guess what was great for college football yesterday? What? Tulane beating USC. That's great for college football. So you can take that one and say it's bad. And I say, well, guess what? It's an even wash where Tulane beats USC down down a ah, bunch of points. It's interesting, yeah, because I, I bet the recruiting ranking disparity is massive. Of course it's yeah. Tulane. Yeah, yeah, it's massive. Now, Tulane, was, you know, Tulane came as only as a one-and-a-half-point underdog. They were trailing by, I think, 15 points in this game or 20, something, something like that late. And they came back. Um, get a touchdown, force a safety, and then get a touchdown to go ahead by one. But Tulane wins 46-45, so where that is not for the K-State game is bad for college football. USC-Tulane was a good sign for college football. And I wouldn't say Alabama – I wouldn't say the Sherbal was terrible for college football, but you just thought K-State, you know, it makes up for not having top 30 classes with strong culture – Defined systems, good coaching, 
tough hombres. But you know what? Alabama has strong culture, defined system, good coaching, tough hombres. Listen, I'm genuine. Yeah. they have more. They have more talent. Much more. It, it was striking. Because it, it was striking. Like, you watch the game and you're like, oh, God, yeah, Alabama's a lot more talented. And, and I am genuinely happy that they played well because, I, I, you know, the story is if Bama's not in the playoffs, they don't care about that bowl game. That's kind of what people think. That's good for college football, the Alabama. Uh, it is. Yeah. It's good that they showed up. Yeah. I'm with you. Yeah. I'm with you on that. And they had their guys. They did. Bryce yeah. Young was. I'm happy for Nick Saban to show, show, have his guys show up despite not being in the playoffs. Bryce Young was, I mean, he was beautiful in that game. I, I had his numbers somewhere. Um, Jake. Bryce Young, uh, he's going to be a great pro. He's going to be a great Bryce pro. Bryce Young in the game was this. He was 15 for 21, 321 yards, and five passing touchdowns. Yeah, five different guys. Yep. Hit Six five. incompletions, five touchdown passes. How about that for Bryce Young? Hit five different guys. Now, back to – we're skipping around. Michigan TCU. You're right. Two pick sixes by McCarthy were killers, okay? D. Winters got one of them, and then corner got one early. Also, what you saw was TCU. You see what they have. Okay, I was talking about their talent. D. Winters was fabulous in that game. He's a linebacker, number 13. But but that Quentin Johnson's a – he's a oh, surefire sure first-round The receiver, pick. stud. Is he a first-round pick for sure? I th- yeah. I yeah. read up on it. It looks like he's a surefire. I sure think he might fire, be a top-10 top pick. Ten pick. Yeah, top-10 pick. Because he, he's 6'4", 215, and Quentin Johnston, yep, Johnston runs, yep. a, runs a sub-4'4", 540. <laughs> yeah, he's, um, he's a horse, man. Yeah, he's a, he's a fast horse. He is. And, and Dugan – okay, so what, what does TCU that have that Nebraska doesn't have? They have they have the quarterback who finished second in the Heisman voting, who made a couple incredible throws in that game. By the way, beginning of the season Max was Dugan. not guaranteed as the starting quarterback there. Unbelievable. Max Dugan. He was actually the backup until he beat out the quarterback. Then they have a surefire first round pick at receiver. Quentin Johnston. Right. I mean Nebraska had a nice receiver in Trey Palmer, but he's not a surefire first rounder. Okay. And then they have a running back who go who went down. Their backup running back's pretty good too, and they're he's a big running back. TCU is a team that would be fine in the Big Ten because they because they're so physical. In fact, Dykes Dykes didn't like all the talk. Sonny Dykes, <clears throat> he didn't like all the talk. He said we heard all week how how the, all the Big Ten teams going to run us over. He didn't like. He they said that publicly. I mean, they never trailed the ball. Game. He said that publicly, and he told his guys in the locker room after the game, "Let me handle the s talking, the bleep. shites talking." There we go. Bleep talking. Yeah, the bleep talking. They didn't like. They didn't like McCarthy saying if they if they stay if TCU stays in the three three five, it's going to be a smash fest. TCU didn't like that at all. There's a lesson there. Don't 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 talk like that before a game, especially of that magnitude. JJ McCarthy made it tactical error during the week of that game when he said if they stay in that 3-3-5 it's going to be a smash fest yep that's not very don't say why would you do that don't say that no you i i watched dcu hit they were more physical dyke said after the game 
it was clear who the more physical team was. They were. What, it was, was clear surprising. who the more physical team was. Not surprising. Michigan's physical team. It's, but I told you before the game, TCU is not a typical Big 12 team. Right, but this is a team, though, in Michigan, like you said, had won the award for the best offensive line in the country. I liked Michigan they have a to good win defense. close. I liked them to win close. I thought it was going to be close. Remember I said, it's going to be close. Michigan will be lucky to get out of there. I mean, TCU against Kansas State really impressed me in the loss. Yeah, that was a great game. Yeah. From the text line, someone says, how sick does O'Shawn Mathis feel right now? O'Shawn Mathis was on TCU last season and transferred to Nebraska, where he did not go to a bowl game, and his previous team is now in the national championship well, game. I've asked him for multiple interviews, and I have got nothing. I've got nothing. And maybe that's why. I'm not gonna, I don't want to ask him about that. I mean, I would. You had to be part of your interview, I'm sure. It. Yeah, it'd be part of it. That's got to be painful. To transfer away and watch your previous team that was 5-7 and seven last year Go to the national championship game. You can't second guess it though, because nobody was picking TCU. I wasn't picked to do much this year. Five. And you seven can always second year. guess it. He's right. going to right now. I'm sure. Yeah. It's unfortunate. Uh, I think we got a phone call. Should oh, we try? Yeah, it? let's do it. If you are still there, uh, you're an early break. Who do we have here? Go ahead. Good morning, Steve, Jake. Happy New Year oh, to you there guys. There you are. I've been it's wondering. Chris from I, the Baldwin. Show. I've been wondering about you, Chris. How are you? I'm very good, thank you, Steve. Here we are in 2023. Let's do this. Another year older, unfortunately. But, uh, uh, guys, so far, I, I agree with everything uh, you said on these bowl games. Michigan, they were puzzling Saturday night. You know, I, I, it looked like to me they got away from their game plan. You yeah. know, when you, when you saw the first game from, or the first play from scrimmage, when Edwards busted out for about a 50, 60-yard run. 53 yards. Oh, 53 yards, yes. Yeah, here we go. Here we go. That that offensive line just opened up a, a, a gash in the DC, TCU defense. But, man, TCU, and, and I, I listened to Sonny Dykes before the game on the sports center on game day, and he said, he, he mentioned, he goes, we're physical. He said, we're physical. And, uh, you know, I, I was impressed. Uh, oh, yeah. The defense. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, you know, Michigan's offensive line, I don't, I, I, boy, they just didn't play very well that game. And, and of course, McCarthy didn't have a, a good game. And, but uh, I think it, it you know, I, I, I don't know how much it hurt not to have Quorum. I don't know if that would have made much of a difference. But it probably would have because he's a great back. But Edwards, the last few games, has shown that, that he's a good back, too. Yep. Yeah. But, well, guys, Ohio State, I felt bad for. I, You know, he, even Kirby Smart said after the game, he goes, you know, he said, I, I'm sure I heard him say this. He said, I, we weren't the best team on the field tonight. Hmm. You know, and I felt bad for Ohio State. I, I thought they played very well. Probably should have won that game. But here we go. Steve, Jake, here we go. Two teams from the South. Yes. Again, playing yes. for the national title. Yes. You know. Um, now, I'd, I'd like to comment on, on what couple of games you guys brought up. Tulane. Let's give Tulane a lot of Absolutely. credit. I think, what, a year ago, did I hear right? They only won three or four games a year ago. But, uh, but Southern Cal was the same. They were four and eight. And won eleven and three. There's a turnaround. 
And, guys, I, I want to mention Penn State quietly had a, a, a great year, I thought, yeah. Ele, 11-2, and two, only, only, I think they were 11-2, only losing to Michigan and Ohio State this year. Yeah, and they were aided by Cam Rising got hurt for Utah, but they took advantage of that and, and pounded Utah uh, by 14 yes. points in the Rose Bowl. Yes. So, yeah, Jake, a great, yes. a great silent yes. season. You know, right. uh, well, you know, Tennessee looked awful good. Alabama, guys, you, you mentioned it. Alabama, I think, was trying to prove a point for Nick Saban that maybe, you know, they should have been considered in the playoff. Mm-hmm. But you know what? Hey, they had their chance. You guys, listen. In two years, we're going to have a lot to chew on about that playoff situation. But, guys, I tell you what, it, it's going to be hard not to, not to pick George in that championship game. But, uh, boy, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to count PCU out. I, they've, like you guys said, they've got some players. And uh, that wide receiver, he, he, he looked, you know, I, Michigan just couldn't cover that guy. And, and uh, he, he, there was two receivers. I thought that I thought Marvin Harrison, uh, Georgia, had a tough time with him too, till he got hurt uh, on that play in the end zone. But uh, guys, it, hey, it was a great weekend of college football. I enjoyed it, it. Was. and uh, I'm looking forward to next next Monday and the championship game. And guys, hey, we're starting out a new year, and it's going to be a long off season, but. But uh, I'm looking forward to all your shows. Thank, Thank you, Chris. you. Hey, by the way, hey. Tulane was two and ten last year. Two and year. ten. One and seven in conference play in the AAC. Two and ten overall, and they beat USC. USC. Okay, back to Michigan. Now, now there's all kinds of talk about Jim going to the NFL now. Uh, predictable, and, and now there's reports that are saying if he gets an offer, he'll go. Broncos looking at him hard. <clears throat> According to Mike Florio. One team at least, yeah. Yeah, according to Mike Florio of Pro Football Talk, yeah, the, the serious conversation about Jim Harbaugh to the NFL has already begun. Michigan, now I don't know if this is related, but was unsound in a lot of ways. You mentioned the two picks, sixes. Yep. Yep. At one point, they had a corner blitz and a safety left Johnston away Can't wide do open. Can't do that. Corner blitz, safety left Quentin Johnston wide open. Big game. At one point, UM blitzed, had three players in the same gap, gave up a big play. They botched Michigan, botched a handoff at the goal line. Botched a handoff to the fullback. Looked sloppy. And they botched a uh, snap to end the game, too. They were loose with the ball. Michigan was unsound. They played well in a lot of ways, but there were too many instances of unsound football that you didn't see from TCU. TCU is pretty sound. And yet, don't forget, Michigan had the ball down by six with a chance to go win the football game. They had the ball at the end and just didn't do anything with it. Now, as far as Ohio State goes and Ryan Day, now he'll be under pressure. That fan base won't have much grace. That's two losses back to back years. <laughs> they played a great game, though. I don't, they won't have much grace. I know, but they, as Kirby said, as Chris said, Kirby Smart said that was the better team. Ohio State appeared to be the better team. So now Saturday what night. happens? They with, did. With, yeah. Yeah. They did. Yeah, they did. They look like the better football yeah, team. Not, they I, led I, the I'm, whole way. I'm not going to push back on that. I'm not going to push back on that. And and by the way, you know how you beat Georgia? You throw. Their secondary is a little susceptible. Well, they also have elite receivers at Ohio State. Well, so does TCU. They have one. Mm-hmm. Now, do they have enough? 
Do they have enough firepower, TCU, to do what Ohio State did? Because Stroud, I mean, they couldn't run. Ohio State couldn't run the no, ball. They tore him apart, though. Stroud was excellent. Now there's the formula, right? You got to throw it. You got to throw it downfield, and you got so you got to have time. Stroud had 348 passing yards and four touchdowns. Yeah, he was beautiful in that game. Ekbuka had 12, uh, 112 yards and a touchdown. So also. does TCU have enough firepower at wideout other than Quentin, Quentin Johnston? That's the question I have in my mind. And can they protect Dugan? And, now, Dugan's, Dugan's not Stroud. No, he's not. He's not. Not as a passer. He can run pretty well. Oh, I know Stroud can, can too. Real, Stroud? No, not Stroud don't run Yeah, like but Dugan. he did run, though. Yeah. They, they said that he doesn't run very often, but he ran a couple times that were very big run, in that game. He does not run like Dugan. No, he doesn't. Dugan run, runs but like a be, running But back. you saw Stroud, who does not run, have some big runs. So that, that should be, you know, licking your chops if you're Max Duggan over here, right? When we come back, hey, Nebraska ball plays tonight. Can they get a big win on the road at Michigan State? That's up next on an early break in the ticket. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.